0: like a very special podcast episode. I am just so excited to have my good friend, Akisha Harrell here today. This is the Prepare with Ari podcast, but I don't know if some of you know her on my page. I've been posting her, but her page is God is within her. That is her podcast, but I'm just so excited because we're really going to get into the topic of love. This is the month of February. Everyone is looking forward to Valentine's Day, but God should be our first Valentine. So I'm just so excited to have her here. and <laughs> We're just going to touch a couple points. First, she's going to talk introduce herself to you guys, and then we're just going to get into it.
1: Alrighty. Hello, everybody. Thank you guys again for tuning into um, this podcast. I want to give a shout out to Ari for allowing me to even collab with her. So I just thank you guys so much for tuning in. And also my name is Akeisha Hero. Like she said, my podcast is God is Within Her. Um, you guys can check that out on Anchor. Um, I can see if she'll post the link when she posts this video. So you guys can definitely check out my podcast. Um, I'm praying that all will be well with this podcast and that there will be many more going forth with me and um, Ari collabing together with these podcasts. So just allowing the Holy Spirit to lead the way. And I'm super excited so we can touch base on this love thing here.
0: And I guess the first, like, and most important thing since this podcast is about love is just to talk about what love is. This is a very general podcast. It's not an interview, so we're just going to discuss it and, of course, add some scripture into this so that you guys can also understand what God says and what the Holy Spirit says love is. So, I don't know if you want to start, but I do have a scripture. (laughs) Go ahead, girl. So, I was looking into, I know that um, a lot of people or a lot of pastors, a lot of good leaders, a lot of spiritual leaders, when you talk about what love is, they look into 1 Corinthians chapter 13 verses four through eight, which basically talks about how love is patient, love is kind, love is, doesn't envy, it doesn't boast. And I think that is so important because in today's age, I think we kind of throw the word love around too easily we get into a relationship we think that um we're supposed to be with this person a friendship or even an opportunity like we throw that love word around and it is such a big word and it, it carries so much weight and we don't really even understand what it is so it's so important for us to talk about what love is before we even get into any of our other points
1: definitely that's super important and we have to know that like you said when it comes to like relationships and friendships, like. The word love is super powerful and it's like you can tell me that you love me all you want you can say it a million times but if your actions does not line up with what you're saying then your words are empty
0: and i've definitely been in some situations like where i'm looking back from today and i'm like all that person had to say was the l word it didn't really take like their actions were saying something completely different but all they had to say was the l word and i was 10 toes deep like it it love is just such a powerful emotion and i think for women um i know that there are some men that are that are um that usually get the short end of the stick but for many times women are the ones that experience like love so deeply like we're also the ones that give birth to children so it's like we experience deep emotions so i feel like It's it's definitely unfortunate, but I'm just happy that I had the experience because now I'm able to say, like, that wasn't really love like I thought it was. It wasn't of God. It wasn't love.
1: Exactly. And that's super important to know that as well. Like, we can't just be slinging that love word around because it's just, we think we know what love is. But in reality, to love, God is love, one. Yes love and it says it in the bible um you can't say that you are a christian or are a believer and that you love god but you hate other people it doesn't work like that Mm -hmm. god is love and in order and we were created in his image so we should show and reflect the same love that god gives us to other people around us and so to just be slinging that love word around because you want to be in this relationship and show yourself as this, you know, person that loves, quote unquote, mm-hmm. but do you really know what love is? Yes. Yeah. it's not just something that you could sling around and say.
0: And I'm just so happy that you said, um, that you brought up the point that God is love In that you cannot be a christian and say that you hate people because there was also a scripture i didn't write it down but it was um the one that says love thy neighbor as you love yourself and then (laughs) also i was just thinking about how like in today's age like on social media and you just hear people say like i hate people like i just cannot stand people and we say it sarcastically because i'm definitely not gonna sit here and make myself look better i definitely sometimes in the morning when i'm driving and i cannot stand being around people but i be like i i I don't mean it literal but i definitely should be more careful because
1: i cannot you know carry that attitude around because it will like your words hold power exactly and just like love the word love is super powerful and the word hate is powerful as well there's life and death in the power of the tongue and it's like that word is just as powerful as love Mm -hmm. and that you hate somebody which I've said it before you know and it's like me being careless with my word (laughs) Did it start
0: over i stopped it and i started it again i'm gonna just edit the video we i'm gonna make sure that it's crispy it's okay okay listen i
1: apologize that was my grandma calling grandma said hold on she gotta get a hold of you okay y'all
0: we good we back now but she definitely her video disconnected i was so scared but her video disconnected that you know grandma we love grandma but that was definitely (laughs) saying saying
1: they need to get off this Listen, oh, we're not doing that right now. And I tried to end her call, but it answered. But it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's Granny. We got it, 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 Granny. Okay. But But, yeah. uh, Mm -hmm. No, I'm sorry. What just threw me off? But yeah. Okay, we were talking about um power Mm -hmm. in the tongue. Mm
0: -hmm. You know
1: that word hate is just as strong as the word love. And Mm -hmm. we have to be very careful. Like I said, I'm not a perfect person. I know that I've slung that word around multiple times. And it's something that we have to choose wisely before we say And it's like, it's not what's in you. Let me try to get the scripture right. I believe it's in Matthew. Mm -hmm. What's in the heart and what comes out of you is what defiles you.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: It's not what goes in you; is what comes out of you, right? And so, it's like we have to be super careful and choose wisely with what we are saying. So, if you know, you don't love this person; don't go slinging that word around. Yeah,
0: yeah. And I, I mean, in I know, just thinking about like how baptism works and how basically you are in the flesh until you and and i'm not saying this to pressure anybody to get baptized i definitely think it's a beautiful thing to do once you're ready for it and um i pray that you become ready for that fairly soon but um when i think about baptism and how like you're you're born into the flesh and the flesh is selfish so when you throw around that word love like and you don't really love that person, it is a very selfish thing to do because you're gaining from taking from this person. You're gaining from the service that this person is giving you, but that doesn't like you're disconnected. You very much are thinking about self and love is not selfish. So you cannot think about self and say that you love someone. And also this brings me to my next point because I think I brought up the scripture where it says, love thy neighbor as you love yourself. And that just made me think of this question. What does loving yourself look like? If you, <laughs> that's a very different way, difficult. It
1: is. It's a very different question. Um, For me, myself personally, um, I would say it was, I wouldn't say it was difficult loving myself, but throughout high school, I always felt like I wasn't this pretty girl like this perfect girl and now as I've gotten older and I began to walk in Christ I love who I am and who I'm becoming in Christ and the woman that I'm becoming in Christ and who I'm walking as it's like self-love and how to love myself is really not in a selfish way but learning how to put myself first and not last because one, most importantly, God comes first. Right. But what I mean by putting myself first is putting myself in a place where I know I may not be able to depend on these people because you can't depend on man all the time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. And you have to put yourself in a place in your life where you have to do what's best for you you have to do what you love you have to do what makes you comfortable Mm -hmm. you have to do what makes you happy and it doesn't necessarily mean putting everybody else on the back burner and Mm -hmm. just forgetting about them it comes to a point in life where it's like you can give and give and give so much of yourself that there's nothing left for you yeah and so it's like people take and they take and they take all these things and these pieces of you and you're left dry you left empty with nothing and so it's like to learn how to love yourself is self care I really think it mm-hmm. is like being able to do things by yourself taking yourself out to lunch going on a nail date you know doing the bible studies by yourself things that make you happy things that are going to keep you afloat and things that are going to fill your spirit up um, in a good way and it's like I feel like that's what love is. And the more that you begin to do that with yourself, the more that you're going to look in the mirror and be like, I love you. I love myself. I love the woman that I'm becoming. I love how I treat myself because if nobody else is going to treat you that way, if no man is going to treat you that way, if no man is going to treat you to lunch, if no man is going to treat you to get your nails done, do it for yourself. Love yourself.
0: I definitely agree I um and it's so weird because I had when the relationship that I had recently got up of that person felt like they was giving too much to everyone else in the world and I definitely um like you know like I don't think that the person I was a bad person but at the same time like I understand like how if you don't know who you are if you don't have self-love then you cannot give it to someone else but I also understand um When I think about self-love and why God allows for us to go through a season of loneliness, is that is where he is preparing you and teaching you who he is. If you don't know who God is and God is love, then you won't know what love is. And one of um, the things that I realized is it starts, like self-love, God is, he, in my opinion, plus when I read the scripture, what I'm seeing is God starts in the spirit. that is where he starts to let you know how beautiful you are, which is in the spirit. and one of the scriptures that I um had looked into was first Peter chapter 3 verse 4 and it says rather it should be that of your inner self the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit which is a great worth in God's sight so I think like this like society makes us focus on outer beauty and that is something like I definitely think that God you know he created us with no mistakes but I think sometimes we get so caught up in what the world says that beauty is so people we go out here we change our bodies we change our hair we change like We do all of these things, which necessarily I don't think it's a bad thing if it's something that makes you happy. But we just have to be very careful because sometimes you're so focused on the outer shell that you forget to think about your spiritual health. Like, Mm. am I reading the word? Am I communicating with God? Like, what does God say about me? Who does God say that I am? And I think that is honestly where when you really really want to learn to love yourself i think that is honestly where it starts is if, if you let god in and you're like okay well can you show me who i am in your eyes because everything that i asked for i already had it like everything i was asking for when it came to self-love i had already had it and when it and even like with working out i could never figure out how to get to the gym and be consistent but when i told god like i brought my worries and cast it onto him it was like one day I just looked in the mirror and I was like, how am I getting abs without even like doing anything? But it's because of the power of prayer, but also he saw my heart and it was probably small things I was doing along the way and not realizing that I had made progress. But like everything you have is already in you. And I do think, you know, like you were saying, like you do have to, take the time to get to know yourself take the time to take yourself out and I also feel like it's so crucial and important when you're doing those things to invite God in because then he will really pour that love over
1: you (laughs) definitely I really do agree with that especially um when you're by yourself not just necessarily going on a date by yourself but you and God yeah just taking that time with you and God like just like you would go out with a friend just you and a friend would go on a lunch date. We're going to switch that up and it's going to be just you and God Yeah, and just being able to uh, speak to God and just have those moments with God and inviting him in. Like you said, it comes from within first. You have to see the inner beauty. That's not come from the outer beauty because in the Bible, it says God looks at the heart. He looks at the inside. He looks at you within. Man looks at your outer appearance. And yeah. yeah, it's nice to be all dressed up with your hair looking cute because God, He He, he, he honors that. Yeah. You know, as long as it's pleasing unto Him and it's like, we have to really figure out how to love ourselves deep within. And one, like you just said, that starts with inviting God in. It does. Reading your word and taking the word because there's two ways to be healthy. There's a spiritual health And there's physical health the spiritual health you got to start with that first before the physical health the Mm -hmm. spiritual health you got to get that word in first and then like you said god is going to help you through with your physical health you need help getting up out of the bed at four o'clock in the morning to go to the gym god is going to help you get up and he's going to he's going to help you through that that workout that morning like it starts from within it but we have to start with reading his word we have to start with the word of prayer we have to feed our spirits first so that our inner man can be stronger and then our outer man and the outer appearance will be stronger as well but we have to feed our inner man our inner spirit first and when we do that we're gonna be strong on the outside wrong because we we know who we got
0: within us Mm -hmm. once you know who you are and I know like in life there are so many circumstances so many situations that God allows to happen that it's built it's to use he uses it to build our character and I know sometimes like there are some things that you encounter and it's so easy to feel like you have to physically handle that situation on your own and mentally inside of your head you're telling yourself like how like you're mapping out how to solve this problem right instead of casting it onto the lord like one of just an example i can think of is like um like going through a breakup um when you go through a breakup you try everything you some people might try everything in their power to make it work with that person instead of just letting that person go and giving it to god and letting god lead and guide you what to do with this person a lot of people will try to figure it out and then that causes unhealed like areas that are unhealed and that affects the heart and the spirit so if you ask me like i think um if you ask me if you ask me (laughs) i think that it is so important to allow god to take you through those moments so that you can heal so he can show you who you really are and change the posture of your heart because when you're of the world when you're in the world you're going to want to lean towards doing things that feel good to you because you love this person so much you want to hold on to them and instead of just letting them go because the flesh wants this person because this is the person that you chose for yourself not necessarily God ordained you're going to not show yourself love and hold on to them
1: amen and that's so important because like scripture says that the spirit is willing but your flesh is weak so your spirit may be willing to let this person go your spirit may be willing to get healed and to be you know in a place where they're in the presence of god but the flesh is like i love this person Mm -hmm. that word love
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and they're like, oh, I, I have so many memories with this person or I just don't want to let them go. Like, I really want this to work out. And that doesn't just go for fr- for relationships, that goes for friendships as well. Right. And it's like, in those moments, we have to realize we have to beat our flesh. Yes. And in order to fight the flesh and put the flesh under subjection, there's fasting, mm. there's praying. Mm-hmm. And when yes. we when we're praying and we're fasting over these things, God will give you an answer. He you may not get it when you want it, but He'll give you an answer for it. And so that's why it's super important um, to whenever God places you in a season of isolation, it's hard. Yeah, it
0: is hard
1: because you feel alone. You feel all by yourself. You feel separated. But those that is the moment where we meet God. Mm -hmm. Those are the moments where we are able to have a dialogue with God, where we're able to talk to God and commune with God in the spirit. And it's like the you feel so if you just feel alone because it's like, God, why am I like? isolated why can't i be with my friends why can't i be with my family and it's like god is he had to withdraw you from those people so that he can like you said put your heart in the right posture because a lot of times we get isolated for healing Mm -hmm. a lot of times we get isolated for elevation we get isolated for numerous of reasons and one of the reasons is for healing Yeah, Like you said, in past relationships where you may have felt like that person loved you so much, but they hurt you so bad. And it's like God had to withdraw you from them so that he can heal you so that Mm -hmm. he can prepare you for what he has for you next and who he has for you next. But he does not want you to go into that next relationship or potential marriage Mm -hmm. wounded and damaged. Mm-hmm. So he has to heal you first. So what God is doing is he has to withdraw you from those people and clean their residue off of you from that previous relationship. Because he's saying he 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 knows your heart, and he knows that in that relationship you've been contaminated. Yeah. Ooh, so beautiful. he has to withdraw you and clean that residue off of you because yeah. you've been in something that was not ordained by him. Yeah. And so he has to clean you up. He has to polish you. He has to make you new. So in that season of isolation, we have to realize that God is not isolating me to punish me. He's isolating me so that he can heal me, so that he can prepare me for my lover, so that he can prepare me for my husband. You know what I'm saying? Or so that he can prepare me for my new friends, whatever it is that God has in store for me. I need to be alone in this season right now. Yeah. And in this season, he's giving us the tools and he's giving yeah. us the ideas and the the wisdom and the knowledge for what he has prepared for us whether it be a husband, whether it be a new group of spiritual friends, a new group, people that are going to pour into you spiritually.
0: Yes, ma'am. Amen. Someone
1: that's going to help you grow in Christ. I want to be around people that's going to help me grow. Yes, (laughs) Yes, ma'am. I don't want to be around no one that's going to contaminate my spirit and make me do the things that I used to do before I got delivered. Absolutely not. No, ma'am. Immediately, no. Yes, ma'am. I want to be around people that's going to feed my spirit, and help me grow spiritually. There's so many good things that you're saying right now. Glory to God, glory to God, (laughs) literally all glory to God. And it's like, we have to realize that because you can feel so alone in your season, you're like, Mm When am I going to get friends? When am I going to be around my love? When When is my husband coming? You have all these questions. Yeah. But in reality, it's like God is saying, I need you in this space. Exactly. I need you to be in my company.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I need you to hang out with me. Yeah. We hang out with our friends 24-7 all day long. Right. But do we spend time with God? Ooh. That's love. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. And if we love God, we're gonna make time for God. Just mm-hmm. like we make time for our friends, we need to make time for God. Whether it be in the morning, reading the word when we wake up, mm-hmm. which is like a priority, should be, yes. and going to bed, reading the word, praying throughout the day, reading scripture throughout the day. Love, I would say loving God is giving your all. Yeah. You know, just doing the best that you can to be a child of God. And acknowledging him. He knows our heart. He knows that we're going to fall short. Yeah. He knows that we're going to make mistakes every single time. Mm -hmm. And his love for us is so, 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 so great. Yeah. That even if we turn our backs on God, he's still there. He's still there waiting on us to come back. Still waiting on us to turn around, make a U-turn and go back. Yes. So his love for us is so great. It's, it's something that we cannot comprehend as humans. Uh, uh, yes, girl. And so the best thing that I would say for me personally is just trying to be not a perfect person because I'm not perfect. Mm-hmm. But doing the best that I can to make God happy. Yes. And of course, Thanks. I'm going to make mistakes. I'm going to fall short. I'm going to screw up. Mm-hmm. But that's how God made me. He made me imperfect i'm not a perfect person right you're not perfect if we were all perfect we would never need to depend on god
0: exactly we yes. he didn't
1: make us like that he made us imperfect so that we can depend on him right. the, those are the times where we meet god is in our in our insecurities in mm-hmm. our times where we screw up in life, where we make mistakes and mm-hmm. where we fall short of his glory. That's mm-hmm. where we call and we lean on God. And if we can lean on God and go naked before God, my God, mm-hmm. if we can cry out to him and lay naked before God and ask him to heal us, he knows our hearts. Mm-hmm. He knows everything that we are facing. He knows the desires of our hearts,
0: Right.
1: but he also knows your motives and your intentions behind it. Yes.
0: Right. Yes. It's and, so and,
1: important.
0: Yes. And you said so many good things. And, like, so in the beginning, when you said that, um, oh my goodness, girl, you said so many good things. When you said in the beginning, I can't even start from the beginning, girl, because there's so many different places. But I would just say what I was thinking. Just when I think about um, how we meet just in relationships or when those people hurt us or like when we go through our season, when we're in our season of loneliness and God is changing the posture of our hearts. First of all, I believe that the preparation season, the lonely season is a season that you learn to fall in love with because once you experience God's love, then you realize that you have everything you need. It, it becomes a season where you like, okay, I understand how I'm supposed to just sit here and I'm supposed to enjoy this season. And I know, um, it comes to people that have hurt us in the past sometimes we we when we don't understand love i feel like it's easy for us to to fall into this this victim mindset instead of acknowledging the fact that you know we're all in the flesh so that person even though like right now they're in a selfish period, time period, it doesn't mean that God, you know, God loves them too. And there's stuff they have to work on and stuff they have to realize, but on God's time. And so I think that, it's so important for us to just learn how to forgive those people, like those friends and those relationships that didn't work out and forgive like somebody who fired you. Like if you went through with an opportunity and you lost a job or if it was something that you thought that you was really for you, that you really wanted and that door closed, learn to like let things go and learn to forgive because also in order to experience love and to know love, you have to know how to forgive. And if you're going to sk- step into a marriage, how you think you're going to get through a marriage if you can't forgive? that person because like you said we're in the flesh there's there's gonna be a day we're we're not going to be perfect we're not going to be perfect there's going to be things that are going to happen that we cannot we can't control that other person and another thing i just wanted to mention when it comes to just stepping into something like that we as people have to understand that god did not put he did not make half of us and say okay you're gonna meet your other half he didn't make half of us say like, you are half spirit. We are whole when we're born, we were whole as we walk this earth. So it's just important to also realize in the season of loneliness that it's okay to be there because we're whole on our own. When you on our own, I know y'all be thinking I'm so country cause I am, but um, whole on our own. And then when we meet that person, they are also whole we will never own each other but we do become one so I definitely think it's just so important for us to like just take note of that and I guess like it was a question that I had it was something that you said and I guess I wanted to know um maybe what you thought about like how like I don't know like how What does the preparation season look like? Like, how does God prepare us when we're going into the season of loneliness? Because sometimes some people, they're not prepared. I wasn't prepared. I feel like I was just thrown into it. But at the same time, I was protected. But I, I definitely would want other people to know what that season looked like and the signs that they're about to be thrown into this season. So.
1: Um, really? I would, I, I really don't know what it, like, how it is, because sometimes you're just, it just happens. You realize, sometimes you may not even realize it because you're too much in your flesh. Mm. Like, I'm alone. You feel like God has left your side. You feel depressed. You feel sad all the time. But then once you realize and you start, you know, communing with God, you're like, OK, I'm in a season of loneliness right now. Right. I'm in the season of isolation. So God may give you a sign. You know, maybe it's you moving away from your friends. Maybe it's you moving away from your family. You know, you've been placed in the season where now you see physically with your own eyes. I'm alone. Right. Mm-hmm. Whether it be you living by yourself Or whether it be you living with two other people and you still feel alone. Mm -hmm. You know, it may be that, but I don't know if there's, like...
0: A specific way. A
1: specific way of, Mm -hmm. you know, like, of knowing or, you know, knowing that preparation season for loneliness. Mm -hmm. But I definitely feel like God will give you, you know, a message, a word, a revelation, you know.
0: Yes. Something
1: to do you know before it happens but I really would I don't I, I don't know how to answer that question yeah.
0: and I and I think as you were speaking on it I realized just how complex God is because there's just never one way of doing things what I do realize what happens is you realize you're in the season of loneliness when you're in the season like it's not
1: it's, it's not like before yeah. you get in it it's not yeah. like you realize it when you're in it and then when you're out of it
0: mm-hmm. so
1: when you're in that season you're like I'm alone. This is a season of isolation. And this is a season where I know God is preparing me for greater. And then it's like, once you're out of that season of isolation and God sends you back to those people, you're like, I was in a season of isolation. God had to put me in a season of isolation because I know that for myself because it's like, when I was, okay. Born and raised in Chicago, Mm -hmm. and when I moved off to Florida about two years ago, I felt isolated. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And right now, I don't know why it feels like this is part two of isolation. But the first time I felt like I was isolated is when I moved to Florida. Mm -hmm. I had left my family. I had left the friends that I originally, you know, made here in Chicago, and got to Florida. I had a brother there, but we weren't like roommates. He lived a you know by himself and so did I and so it was like I just I did not like being in Florida I just didn't Mm -hmm. and in that time it was like I felt so alone Mm -hmm. and again I was filling myself up with worldly things trying to fill Mm -hmm. that void and it was never ever eternal satisfaction it was always Mm -hmm. temporary satisfaction it felt good in the moment It felt good in the moment to be high. It felt good in the moment to be drunk. But all of that wore off. Mm -hmm. And when it wore off, I was still in the same spot. Mm -hmm. Helpless. And and feeling empty. And it was in that moment of isolation where I was not around my family. Where I truly met God. Where I truly surrendered my life to Christ. And Mm -hmm. began to walk with Christ. And that was in Florida. Mm -hmm. And feel like God had to withdraw me from my family he needed me in Florida even though I did not understand why Mm -hmm. because I was going to University of Iowa and it was like three hours outside of Chicago and um before I even started that school year I have family in Florida Mm -hmm. so right literally like a month before the school year started before that semester started i was in florida for a vacation for the summer Mm -hmm. and they my family there were like um they're they're not really my family but they're like close friends so i call them my family Mm -hmm. but they were like um you know you can move in with us and you know we'll take you in and you can live with us and we'll get you a car and you know you can go to community college here it all sounded good but then at the same time i was like "Ah, i don't really want to do that and i was already enrolled in the university of iowa so Mm -hmm. i'm like I'm good on that. I understand, yeah. I went to University of Iowa, was only there for one hot semester, girl. Mm-hmm. And guess where I ended up at? In Florida. So it's like, as I'm older now and walking in Christ, I had to go there. Yeah. That's where God, ha- that's where I had to meet God. Mm-hmm. See, there's some places in our life where we need to meet with God. Mm-hmm. And Florida was a place where I met with God. Florida was a place where I got saved, truly got saved and surrendered my life to Christ. Mm -hmm. So it's like in that moment, I did not understand why I needed to be in Florida. Mm -hmm. I did not want to be there. I did not understand the assignment Mm -hmm. that God placed over my life. But as I began to go to church and as I began to read his word, I started realizing It was meant for me to be here all alone. I was supposed to be here before I went to Iowa, but I didn't go. But either way it goes, even if you don't go when they ask you, God is still going. If he needs you there, you're going to end up there anyway. Right. If he needs you in a specific place, you're going to end up there anyway. Mm
0: -hmm. No matter
1: how many times you try to pull away from it, you're going to end up there anyway. Yes. So. I ended up in Florida anyway and so I'm like okay this is maybe this is God and that's where I met so many amazing people he began to place so many um, sisters in Christ and brothers in Christ into my life and spiritual moms and dads and I began to go to church and I truly got saved there and that's where I said enough is enough yeah. I'm not living for the world no more yeah. I'm living for God now I cannot risk my salvation so that I can live in the world and be of this world because I want to be cool and because I want to fit in because in that moment I loved being in the world yeah and it's like you look back as a Christian and as a believer now and as you're walking with Christ some things you had to go through in order for you to get to where you are right now yeah It's the roadblocks and it's the the trials and the tribulations and the hardships that you have to go through in order to get to where God needs you to be. Yeah. Like I said, it's in those moments of trials that we meet God and it's so
0: crazy because god knows my heart he knows that i've always been a hopeless romantic ever since i was a little girl like i was dreaming about the day that i would be in a relationship but when i was of the world i definitely would try my my hardest to put myself in a relationship or find a relationship just to experience that love and didn't realize that the love that i needed was always there was waiting on me to step into and so when the last relationship it took that last person i was like okay yeah we like i cannot do any more relationships after (laughs) this one but what ended up happening was um when god spoke when my grandmother prophesied over my life and said that i would step into a kingdom marriage it became something that i was passionate about when he said that it could happen but this was the very like I hadn't even started my walk with Christ yet. I didn't start it until I moved into my apartment. And even though I was isolated, I was isolated from love. I wasn't really isolated from like love, not from love from God, but isolated from the idea of dating, from um, relationships, from um, getting to know people. From like it was just a healing period because for all of my life, I had put myself in these relationships and put overextended myself and gave all of myself to these people, and it was like like, okay, you're not doing this. Like, I was definitely waking me up. Like, you're going about this the wrong way. The love that you seek, I am that love. I'm trying to give that to you. And he couldn't give it to me while I was too busy being distracted, trying to find it, in like, out in the world. So in my season of separation, he gave me my first word, and it was dopamine. And I was like, dopamine okay because dopamine is a chemical and you know I'm addicted to like being the thought of love so it was very clear so I grabbed my bible and I went to read and that's when he led me the songs of Psalms chapter eight and that's when he started my purity walk so I started that purity walk that day but I also understood that he was preparing me to step into a kingdom marriage but also that um it was gonna be lonely like I had to heal I had to be okay with being by myself being alone I had to be comfortable by myself I had to know that i didn't need anybody else's money to take care of me that i was not dependent. i was independent because my source was going to provide for me before i moved into my apartment god spoke to me it was really jesus was trying to build a relationship with me he was telling me that I will provide for everything. And he said it twice while I was living with my grandmother. So when I moved into my apartment, he really did provide. Like he gave me a job that pays for everything. He made sure that I had um anything I wanted. Anything if I was if my heart desired it, he made sure that eventually I got it. And also in that time period, I just learned that I was such a beautiful young woman. I was like, dang, like I was sleeping on myself. Like and I'm actually a beautiful, beautiful young God. woman. Glory to I'm God. God and every single day and even yesterday I was just telling my friend and I know like you have to know God to know that this is not crazy but I was just telling my my sister she's really not my friend I was telling my sister that um I um that God took me on a date like it was Valentine's Day weekend and I was it was like an hour and a half before I was getting off work and he said let me take you out and I said okay and that's exactly what he did and he was such he was just teaching me how I deserve to be treated and showing me the love that I deserved. And he took care of everything. Like along the way, like I was worried about the cost of things. Like I was like, Oh, if I go out and do this, like, Good. like, how am I going to pay for this? And he was like, I told you that I would provide for everything, like for every day of your life. So he did not want me to be concerned. It was just that love you probably that ne- you will never experience in a human being. Like this is the love that the father provides exactly. you. Exactly. So glory, glory to God, because I've never thought I was going to see this woman the woman is like I love the way I look like I right. I'm super confident because of the God that I serve like it it has nothing to do with anything of the world the world would actually probably lead me in the opposite direction to make me depressed and make me feel like I'm not doing enough or I'm not like doing things a certain way but God is like no I gave you exactly everything that you needed and I'm going to show you that I love you and I'm going to prove to you that the love that you needed was always here and and that wasn't even the first day but I just really appreciating him um taking me out and spending time with me and being there present the whole time because he's always there but being Mm -hmm. present the whole time knowing that we're stepping into a holiday that might be sensitive for some people like i was definitely really not concerned about it after being prepared but still it was just a simple fact that because of this month being centered around love and god is love that he took the time to spend quality time with me because that's all he wants. like he always he wants to spend quality time with his children so it is so, definitely just a beautiful thing like it i is
1: so beautiful it really is and to know that like i don't care if i don't got no valentines this year god really? is, every day of know, my life. every day of my life i yeah. want god to be my first lover Right. You know? And it's like because God is love he, and we have to put him first before anybody. Right. I don't care if it's a husband. I don't care if it's a boyfriend, a friend, a cousin, a mama, auntie, dog, cat, fish. God comes first.
0: Yes. He does. And
1: we have to truly understand that because and sometimes in our life we put people first. Before God, and He's it's a like jealous God. God is a jealous God, mm-hmm. and we, these people become our idols because we're so obsessed, and we are so in love with these people that they become our idols. I don't care if he's your husband. Your husband does not come before God. He does
0: not come before
1: God. Do yes. not idolize your husband. That's not yes. why God sent him to be your husband. Yes. God needs to be first. He needs right. to be in the center of that marriage. He needs to be in the center of that relationship. We cannot idolize our boyfriends, our friends, our, our husbands. Yes, there are. We're, we're gonna become one with them when we get married, but it's like, God comes first
0: yeah and just because you love that person doesn't mean it's god or Dame. because i know that you know god might be trying to save people from might be trying to get people's attention and wake them up from things that they put allow themselves to go through and for me it was god's will was going to happen on earth as it is in heaven like there you know there's nothing you could do about it but some he does give us free will and so Sometimes people go through life married to the person that they're not supposed to be with, friends with the friends they're not supposed to be with, and they don't understand and don't know why they're so unhappy or they are working their hardest to make it work with that person or they're putting all of their energy into making it work with that person. And even when they do go to God, it's like, you know that they technically really don't want him to step in because if he steps in that person is going to be removed and every single time god removes that person they go back to that person and so you know because god gives us free will he allows it because it would go against his nature but at the same time it's just like i definitely understand that every relationship is not a god ordained relationship because God is love, the enemy comes to rob, rob, steal, and kill. So he can send these counterfeit people and then like you are not stepping into your purpose because you're, you know, sitting with this person and you keep allowing yourself to overextend yourself to this person. Like you said, these people become your idols. And when you start to idolize and you, and the thing is like we as people, we don't even really like that. Even though we think we understand the concept of love, we don't really like it when someone overextends their selves for us because it becomes unattractive. Like we become unattractive to someone because you can tell when they do that, that they do not love themselves. Okay. And we become unattracted to that person because of the fact that they are overextending themselves to serve you or serve us, but it actually it's just something that we don't we want we want someone who is confident we want someone who will build us up and this is for people who um like I definitely like in my relationship I'm speaking because starting out when I met that person I was very confident at least I thought I was very confident I hadn't healed from any of my other past relationships but I was confident in the fact that I knew I looked good I didn't um At first getting to know him, I didn't really do too much to make him know that he was wanted. But then it switched later when you get comfortable and like that person is making the mistakes. But because you love them, you're trying to fix it. And it becomes that you're showing them that you don't love yourself, that they can get away with doing whatever. And that becomes unattractive to that person because if they respected you and they could see that you loved yourself,
1: they would not treat you like that. Let me put it this way. That was just that was I agree with that. Totally, totally agree with that. And it it does come to that point where you love this person so much that you overextend your hand to them. Yeah. You do above and beyond for this person. And you you step outside of who you are as a person. To serve and to to give, to love this person. Mm -hmm. And it's so hard. And they turn around and they hurt you. Yeah. They walk all over you. And like you said before, with some of these relationships and marriages are not ordained by God. Some Mm. of these relationships and marriages, people jump into these marriages because they can't wait for sex. People jump into these marriages because they are just lonely. Right, and they're ready to be with somebody sometimes these marriages are not ordained by God Mm -hmm. and I want people when I get married Lord willing I want people to say that's a kingdom marriage Mm -hmm. I don't want a marriage just for show I want a marriage where I'm going to make hell nervous Yes, I want a marriage where we're going to shake some things up together and Mm -hmm. work for the kingdom of God not just to have sex and lay up and be shacked up you hear me You know what I'm saying? I want my marriage to be pleasing unto God. And that goes with a relationship as well before marriage. I'm not going to be shacked up with you. No, I'm not. I I, I want to please God. I want to do. And I'm not saying that we're going to be perfect right we're going to fall we're going to make mistakes yeah but we need god in the center of our relationships mm-hmm. we need god in the center of our friendships we need god in the center of our marriages mm-hmm. and that's super important that we put god first but like you were just saying about the um the relationships as far as you overextending yourself to this person and it's like Now that I know who I am in Christ, baby. Yeah, that's going to happen. We're not <laughs> doing that. We're not, we're not doing that no more. <laughs> no, we're not doing that anymore because... I know who I am in Christ. I know my worth. Mm-hmm. I know who I am in Christ. I know who God wants me to be and I want God to create me to be who he wants me to be. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to create me to be who you want me to be because you want to be my boyfriend. To keep me You happy. want me to dress the way that you want me to dress. You want me to look the way that you want me to look. Mm-hmm. That's the problem with society. They want you to change your outer appearances. Like you said, so people go and get these body changes and they go and get all these things done to their bodies to please, man, I'm not going to do that because I know who I am within Christ. I know who I am as a daughter. I am a daughter of a king, baby. Yes, ma'am. I am a daughter of a king. Man. And I am not going to allow a man to tell me to change my outer appearance or who I am deep within just so that I can accommodate you no absolutely yeah. not you got twist it twisted, and it's like this is not this is not that this is this is a Prada store baby this is a Louis Vuitton store yes. this is not a McDonald's yes.
0: yes but you know what else like it's so crazy that you said it because what it makes me think of is when I think about like you were saying like you were stepping into a God-ordained relationship um in God-willing relationship if you know God and you know that God is um, when he places you in a marriage that um, when he places you in a marriage that basically you have purpose with this person and if you know that God wants you if you know God if you know God and you know that God wants you to expect more, to live a life more abundantly, if you know that God said, go forth, be fruitful, fruitful and multiply, then why would you accept, like, you know, settle for medi- medi- mediocrity? Like, why would you think that when you stepped into this marriage that it's supposed to be me? Why wouldn't you push it to the limits? To be. Because- this guy is the limit when it comes to God, and if you know who you are in Christ, you should know that there is no limit to what you can do in life. There's no limit to what you can do in life. Say And I'm so, and, and then this thing. I mean, you know, I love Miss Sarah Jack Roberts. She is such a path, a powerful leader and spiritual leader in Christ. And I remember she had this sermon where she was talking about. This comes for relationships, this comes for um, businesses, this comes for just anything that God knows is on your heart. He knows that one stream is um, like a strong stream, but then there's other streams that have to come together to make this stream like flow. And I believe like when you think about marriages or even, even when just this, this is an example, just being able to collaborate with someone who understands and knows who God is like that is a stream coming together to make a large stream. And so I definitely think like people underestimate and put God's power and put like him in boxes. And then they always think that you have to overwork yourself to get that is you trying to take control of where you're headed in life. Instead of what saying like just knowing and believing that because of who God says he is, because of who God says he is and because of who God says you are through him. It's literally nothing in this life that you cannot have.
1: <laughs> that is so true. That is super super duper true. Like in our life we we sometimes do put God in this box. Like he's this this limit, this limited God. Yeah. he's a limitless God he can do all things mm-hmm. for with man it is impossible but Amen. with God all things are possible Amen, Jesus. Yes. My God. so yes. everything that we put our mind to mm-hmm. if you want a book best believe he gonna get yes. that book published. Yes. public Ooh, yes. my God I'm believing in receiving it now yes. in the name of Jesus Amen. <laughs> if you got a podcast believe it's gonna get out there we have if the, the bible says if we have faith the size of a mustard seed and god says if you be faithful with few my god he yes. will make you ruler over many yes. if you my yes. and he, he's got everything under control yes. and sometimes yes i'm not gonna lie i'm not perfect i be worrying girl be used to just stress about little things like lord how i'm gonna put this on? do lord <laughs> how i'm gonna do this but it's like God is like child chill mm-hmm. out I got you I told you and I've been I, I've been trying to tell you like I got you, you and gotta my, chill
0: out. the thing is I've experienced God's delay if you and when I say like even though yes the blessing will always be there for you the way that you can delay it is when you in that moment if God tells you like when he took me out on a date when he was taking me on a date and he said that everything was provided for like I didn't have to worry about nothing like and I was like, well, this is like $50. In that moment, he was like, I'm about to, you you delaying it because you sitting over here telling me after I done told you what I was going to do for you. After and so, I already knew what the price was going to be. I already knew what the price was going to be, <laughs> you sitting up here acting like that. And so I definitely um, understand like now that there is a such thing as delaying it and when you have that moment of unbelief. If you have the faith of a mustard seed, like, yes, that definitely, and that's all God says that we need, that definitely takes us far. But I think also it's just so important for us to stop putting him in this box and stop because we have a human brain like we can only think about so much so we try to make God's ability like human ability so we say like you know this is like this is impossible there is no way this can happen because man like you said man cannot make it happen so I just like it's just so crazy because God is definitely like showing up in his children's lives and showing them like I am the God of the impossible if you expect more if you believe for more if you pray for more then I promise it will be added unto you because that is the God that I am that is the God that you serve and the good thing about it is when God gives you those things you cannot help but to give glory to him And why wouldn't you not want a relationship where you can have you give God the glory but at the same time he's showing you his love by making sure that the desires of your heart and everything need is met every single need is met like there is not one thing that you cannot ask God for that he will not get the glory for and that, there's not one thing that you can't ask for that you will not feel that that was God showing his favor over your life so it just it amazes me when you know I was definitely of the world but it amazes me now like how I could just sit back and just let him take the wheel. and yes faith without works is dead but he will tell you when you need to get up and start working he gives faithful he gives very clear instruction And if you're in a season of rest, if you're in your lonely season, like you will know what you need to do because God is not confusion. So I definitely, it's just like, it just amazes me. Just like,
1: like God is just so good. He is. He definitely is. And I just think about that a lot. Like just thinking about it, like when we were in the world and just being careless and just doing what we wanted to do, God still showed and made a way for us even when we didn't have the needs to, you know, the the means to meet our needs. Like, mm-hmm. God still provided and he still does. Like you just said, like, he's a God of possibility. Everything is possible with God Any mm-hmm. and everything. And I, I have to look at it as like, if God did it for Abraham, he's the same God of Isaac. He's the same God of Jacob. He's the same God of, of of um, Abraham, he's the same God, and mm-hmm. if he did it for them, he can do it for us. Yes, and so, yes. just like we said, just having that mustard seed of faith, and it can be hard. Mm-hmm. It can be hard because our human minds tend to worry. Our human minds tend <laughs> to have this these thoughts in our head, as as if like, God, can you do this for me? But in reality, it's like God already got you covered. Mm-hmm. it's already been done it's already been established you've already been approved and and that's something I got an example for that oh glory to God this came with my first card right Mm -hmm. so long I'm gonna make the short the story short because it is kind of long but I'm gonna make it short Mm -hmm. so I have been looking for a card for Mm -hmm. a long time and couldn't get it because I was one trying to do it on my own not seeking God for it. I was just stretching myself so much that I was getting exhausted trying to look for a car and just could not find it. And one day I had got some, um, money from school. It just rolled in girl. And I'm like, where did this come from? You know? And it wasn't just no look it was some money some money and i'm like whoa what is coming from because i already got my grants and everything so i'm just like okay i'm not gonna question it i'm like this is god so mind you this was around the election time this was like in november like last year whatever and so i'm just sitting there i'm just on my phone scrolling and reading something and I see the message pop up showing that it was gonna be transferred into my bank account within one to three business days. So I'm like, okay God, what you doing? Okay God, I see you. (laughs) I see you coming through. Mind you, and I was sitting there before looking for cars.
0: Not my cats.
1: Oh my goodness. It's okay. (laughs) They fighting, I'm about to throw something at them. They had to get out. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's cool. It's cool. So I have been sitting there and I was looking for cars. And when that money came in, I'm like, okay, this is a moment where I can use this as like, you know, a down payment.
0: Yeah.
1: So I'm looking at this car dealership and I go Steals. up there. Mine sound like a down payment. Um, I'm sorry. I was just saying, you sounded like you were limiting yourself. Still, I of like a down payment. Okay. Right. And I, <laughs> I, I, when I say I was literally thinking so like... I was not like, I was putting God in the box, basically. I was limiting God. And I'm like, God, they're not going to approve me. My credit score is low. I'm a college student. Those are all the thoughts that are coming in my mind. I'm like, my credit score. I'm like, this is not going to work. This just going to be another time of me coming into a um, car dealership, me looking at a car and walking off the lot with nothing. That's how I was thinking. But in reality, God said, it's approved. It's already been established. It's already been done. You've already been qualified. Please, ma'am. Period. He <laughs> and yeah. so, I didn't realize that. So as I'm looking at all these cars, I'm looking at this Volkswagen specifically. I'm like, man, I like this okay. car. Cool. <laughs> this is nice. And so, at all the other cars, I didn't like them. Mm-hmm. So he's like, okay, let's go in and check your credit score. I'm like, oh man. So we go in, he's, you know, trying to pair me up with a bank. Mm-hmm. But he's like, we don't know if you're gonna get approved tonight because it was super late. It was like six was o'clock, crazy. the banks were closed. So I'm like, oh man, I don't even want to go through this tomorrow. And in my head, I'm like, this another day. I'm just, just went to the, the car dealership for nothing. Girl, this gave me chills down my spine. Like, I this, when I say this was confirmation from God,
0: mm-hmm. this
1: was confirmation from God. Mind you, I was sitting in that dealership office, worried because I'm like, they're not, They, my credit score is just too low. They're not gonna approve me. Girl, it was time to go, right? I gave them all my information. I'm I'm waiting on the bank. You just like just tell me no sign. So I can go please. But they wasn't able to tell me until the next morning when the bank's open. Oh so he was like, just come back again tomorrow and we'll get the rest of the paperwork and everything figured out and we'll let you know if you got approved or not. I'm like, yeah, okay. So yeah. I go home. But before I go home, right, mm-hmm. I was going my brother's the one who brought me to the dealership. He was my ride. Mm But he ended up leaving to go to work, so I didn't have a ride back home. Mm -hmm. So the car dealership guy was like, okay, um, you know, maybe we can take you home. I'm like, no. First I was gonna let him take me home, but I feel like the Holy Spirit was like, no. Not because I was afraid to get in the car with him, but it was because God was trying to show me something. Yeah. So honey, I said, no, it's okay, I'll take a lift. Mm -hmm. I called the lift, my God. Y'all can't tell me God ain't real. Y'all can't tell me God not good. I'm not gonna limit my God. So I call the lift right, and as I'm calling the lift, you know how you can see the car that's gonna come and get you. Why is the same Volkswagen that I was looking at? Same make, same model, just two years newer. Oh my gosh. Just two years newer. And, um, and it was a different color. So the car that I have now is a sky blue color. The Volkswagen okay. that came to pick me up was a black one. It was the same make, same model, just a different year and a different color. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Lord, this is you. This is you telling me this going to be my car ain't yes. got nothing to worry about yeah so in my mind he knew i was stressing and worrying that they wasn't going to approve me but in reality my god he was saying you are already approved stop worrying my child you have already been established it's already been done you know you're already eligible for this like don't worry about it and so i went home i prayed on it came back the next day walked off that lot with that car with that
0: Volkswagen. Amen. You know what? I got a car story too. It is not the same. It's a little different. So in my previous relationship, I let that person use my car and the car got stolen. Just short... And it was the first day of my senior year, and this was actually when the journey was start. I don't even, it was the first day of my senior year in college, and I was stressed out, I was like, because then after that, your mood was messed up, like, it's not even your reason that your car got stolen. So, um, what ended up happening was this person ended up getting, like, some money, and it was you know due to god like glory to god and so they replaced my car and they put it in my name but it just felt like and and the thing is i had always prayed to get a because i love hondas so i always mm-hmm. i prayed to get a newer honda civic and i was like because i had seen him do it for someone in my life in the past and i was like if you could do it for her you could do it for me but mm-hmm. when i in oh that God. season, and I was getting in the car. I was like, "Ain't no way! Like you just gonna let me have this car for free? No way!" Really? Got it. Really. And, it was, and that's exactly what happened. Was he like, and and I? It's so weird because I'm not even being funny when I say this. But vengeance is to the God, to Lord. Like vengeance is to Lord. He's the only one that can do stuff like that. Because I was in love in this relationship, and that person did not was not going to treat me right, or whatever the case may be. And I wasn't looking to dig or dabble or to take big amounts from this person. So that definitely was not like my intention, but at the same time, God already knew where like the future was headed. So he was like, you know, I'm gonna bless you while you're in this season because you are my child. I'm gonna take care of you. And that is exactly mess, girl. That that is exactly what happened. And I'm just so thankful and I'm so grateful for it. And I definitely like, you know, like the Lord, he knows like my heart he knows like I'm not being like you know bragging or bouncing I'm just I just did not think that I was going to have this car and this responsibility and it was people that I felt like in my life that were judging me like basically um as soon as you get a new car you know you got people that just automatically start hating on you and it's like well I'm not I I cannot sit here and act like I'm better than any of y'all this was given to me This this was gifted to me a gift if this was from a the gift lord above. To, from the good lord above and the thing is like the they were probably just waiting for my downfall because of the fact that with new cars come the responsibility of like the um you know you have to pay personal property taxes but when i tell you that god told me that he will provide for everything i don't even worry about none of those things
1: wow because let I know
0: it. let me do it he will do it and it's so weird that even though god does not care about the things of the world he knows your needs but if you and it was like the first lesson for me too just like the lesson for you i would i would have never known that he could do like such an amazing miracle and i remember telling my grandmother i did not deserve this like i just didn't do anything for it like i just didn't do anything for it. how do i deserve this and then she was like if the lord allowed it you deserved it
1: and now i understand (laughs) Even when you don't feel worthy, even when you don't feel like you deserve it, in that season of isolation as well, God says, I need to put you in a place where I need you to see you the way that I see you. I need you to love yourself the way that I love you. I need you to see yourself the way that I'm seeing you. You are a daughter of the King. You are beautiful. You are a child of God. And God says, I need you to see that. Yeah. Because like we like we were talking about earlier, sometimes we overreach for people and we overdo our parts. Yeah, and give and we give and we give and we give and we give, and we give until there's nothing left for okay. ourselves. If we don't leave anything for ourselves. There's nothing for ourselves but it, pity. And it's just such a
0: shame because even though like my mom has definitely told me like make sure you keep some for yourself, and um, but I just never felt like I really had a good example of what that looks like. Because even if we know that that is something that we should do, I just feel like it's in life, like women, we do give, like we'll always give. But it's just like when we get hurt, if you're not healed and you don't know who you are, I just can see that people would just overextend themselves. And even though they know they're supposed to keep some for themselves, like the the part that they keep for themselves is like 0.1 percent out of a hundred and so i i just never had that example of like of someone close to me that i could tell that um that it was you know that they i don't i mean i i definitely understand that none of us really know what we're doing but i just think i just never had that example of someone who knew how to keep some for themselves like it was always a celebrity always like someone who um, even like I think about the, the spiritual leaders I do know like Sarah Jake Roberts I don't know what her marriage looks like but at the same time like it's always things that you see like how someone presents it or how someone makes it look like but I've never actually experienced a relationship or seen an example of a relationship of someone where the woman did not overextend herself so it was like a habit like a generational curse that i had picked up and i feel like i'm so grateful that god allowed me to go through my separation season and to be in a lonely desert deserted wilderness i am so thankful because now i know that no one will be able to, it's not that i would ever um it would be hard for me to receive love because i'm definitely going to be open to it and i'm open to it now but i'm open to it when god like sends that person and it's more so just that I know, since I know who I am, in the Lord's eyes, not it's, it's not happening. It.
1: <laughs> it's not happening. It's not happening anymore. You have to tell people, you've got to delete the old person of me out of it, your it, mind. You me. have to delete the old person out of me, out of your memory, because I am no longer that girl anymore. I, I am. I know who I am in Christ. I am no longer the same person that you used to, past tense used to be with i am no longer that person anymore and i'm not settling for anything because people will disrespect your boundaries people will think that they can walk all over you because you're this christian girl or because you believe and you pray to god and you're fasting and you're doing all of these things to seek god first they think they can walk all over you maybe they're not going to to clap (laughs) back but in reality it's Mm -hmm. not that they're not doing Mm -hmm. that I've got God on my side now you can try it's, it. not pleasing to God then it's not gonna happen
0: yeah and that's exactly how I um look at it too because I know um I know that I am definitely like my family they know all of me they know the crazy me they know the not so nice me they know the sweet me they know the hyper me they know the they know all of the sides of me that there is just like God knows every single flaw like you know and he knows me even better than they do but at the same time like i've always been the type of person that wants to give love and i want people to feel love i want them to feel cared about but there's also a part of me if you cross a line that is like okay well you know that's you know you messed it up. I do know how to forgive, but I never forget. And when I ne- and and since I never forget, and I know that not everybody can go with you where you're going, it doesn't mean that I forgave you and I'm gonna let you come back on you know on the boat with me. This, I, you you gotta find your own boat now. <laughs> that's
1: how it goes sometimes. It's like I forgive you, I mm-hmm. still love you, I'm still gonna pray for you, but if I had to heal from you way too many times i'm not allowing you back in my space no. no and it's like and it's not i'm not saying it like that because i have to look at it in the viewpoint because i was in this actual, like this um this coaching meeting with my coach she's like a life coach and she was telling me like i was because i'm we were talking about the love languages yeah I love languages And I'm more of like a person where I need affirmations. Like, I need you to speak to me. I need you to show me that you care for me. I don't care about the words. I need you to show it. Where are those (laughs) actions at? Yeah. And it's like, if I do something sweet or kind to you, I want you to acknowledge that. I want you to, you know, I want reassurance. Yeah. I'm that type of person. And she was saying, like, how many times I just said, I was like, because I know in my life that a lot of people have disappointed me. Yeah. Her first thing was, How many times have you disappointed God? And I was like, Okay, I see what yeah. you mean. All right. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I disappointed God plenty of times. She was like, yes. Okay, well, have okay. to look at that. So I had to look at it like, Okay, I can't depend on men. Men are always going to disappoint me. And I don't say men, just men in general. I mean, I know men.
0: people. Yes.
1: I'm like, Men are going to always <laughs> disappoint me. So yeah. I can't look to men for love. I can't look to men to heal me. I can't look for those, and I was looking for love in all the wrong places. Yeah. Now that I'm walking with Christ, it's like God is love. He's the number one lover in my life. I want to cling to God first. And, and you know, they'll add on my husband and everything else. And 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 the thing is,
0: I just from looking at the people that i can tell or have entered a god-ordained relationship looking at people who have given advice about how they entered it and actually telling their story of what happened to lead up to that i can definitely tell that we have nothing to worry about when it comes to meeting that person because it's not going to be like what we experienced before because god wouldn't have saved us from what we experienced before if he was going to put us back into it and i truly trust him with my life he knows I fear nothing Um, I fear him but I fear nothing in this world but I just definitely I know and I have peace just knowing that the worth, worth weight the weight will be worth it and so I'm definitely excited to meet that person because like I know God's gonna blow my mind
1: my mind is gonna be blown to you know and this and, is what I talk about with my friends all the time because they bring up marriage and all this yeah stuff, So and so I'm just like we're gonna know.
0: We're gonna know. He's the one. We're gonna know. I am not I'm not worried about it. I used to and it's so weird how God answers questions that you have later. When I was younger and people used to say and I was like girl 14 15, when I'm, I don't know what I'm doing thinking about that. But when I was like 14 15, thinking about what does it mean when people say you know? And then the thing is like I'm starting to realize like when you have God, it means that like he'll let you feel his presence over that person. And it might look different ways for people, but I truly believe that you'll know because God is going to be present. And yes,
1: for sure especially if it's ordained by god you're gonna know and people Mm -hmm. are gonna see from the outside like yeah god is in god is in the midst of that
0: god is in the midst of that and i know first of all god knows it was on my heart and i that he knows i want to be a power couple that ain't changed and so me and that person whoever he is you know we got a lot of work to do and i'm just
1: like i'm excited to step into that and i am too like i am Embracing my season of singleness right now. Exactly. It's like, if God sends me my husband, if that's His will, then His will be done. His will be done. If I send my husband right now. That's okay. His will be done. <laughs> his will is still going to be done. I'm going to. Because the season of singleness is so important. Yes. That is a season where we are literally isolated. Mm-hmm. That is a season where we God is literally preparing you. Mm-hmm. He's already prepared the way. Mm-hmm. Everything else has already been prepared. He's preparing you exactly put your heart back in the right posture he's healing those wounds that you've had to go through from the past relationships from the past friendship from church hurt from family hurt whatever it is he's healing you so that he can make you whole for your husband and at the same time we have to understand that whoever our husband is my god my god (laughs) related Or they're going to be isolated. They're going to be in their season where God has to prepare them as well. Because in order for us to come together, God has to prepare both of us.
0: And we have to be equally yoked.
1: Healed and equally yoked. So he's preparing you. Know that he's preparing your husband. Who you're praying for, know that there's a man on their knees praying for you right now. And thank you, Jesus. There's a man on their knees praying for you right now. And God sends him when God is ready to send forth your husband, you're going to know this is the man that I prayed for. Yes. My, this is the it, I, I'm not going to put no date on it. Woo, I'm the not chills. Gonna to it, but you're going to know Lord, yes. this is the man that I've been praying for. Thank you Confirmation.
0: Oh, constant confirmation. And you know what the funny thing about it is like I not even funny, but one thing that I know knowing God is God is the best gift giver. He gifted us with the earth when he made the earth in seven days. When he made this world in seven days, he gifted us with the earth. He gifted us the gift of life and he gifted us Jesus Christ. He gifted us the Holy Spirit. He he is just the best gift giver. And so. I just know that when he sends something like that, that is um that that is just it's just it's not anything that you ever have to worry about. Like, and I also always say now, like it's just this is the funny thing. I also say like sometimes. When I'm impatient, I just remind myself. Well, I'm like, girl, you know you're not gonna get up and do anything yourself. So you might as well stay here and wait on God because you know you done. Like I'm done getting my heart broken. So I have no other choice but to wait on God. Like that's just-
1: it. Gets to that point where it's like I can't do this on my own no more. I tried too hard, and it did not work. I didn't even want to anymore. I am exhausted. It gets to that point. You get tired of getting your heart broke. You get tired of being walked all over. But it's like, at the same time, God is trying to show you, I'm the giver of gifts. Yes. yes. I know who your husband is. Stop chasing after these dead relationships and after these worthless relationships that does not involve God.
0: And I just want to say, for anyone that will listen to this podcast, if you you i i will tell you that you may be halfway there if you saying you done and you still keep going out and you say you're done and you you were kind of on the brink of asking for God's will, like you're saying like, okay, God, like I'm sick and tired, but you still doing it. You're on the brink of being done with getting your heart broken. Cause that was how it was for me. Now I can't say that it's like that for everybody. Cause every, like me, I jumped into everything super fast. And I know you were telling me that you were the type of person it takes you time. And for me, like, I'm just like, I'm all in. I'm in there like right away if I like you, I like you. But it's just like um like I know that it came to a point where even for me being someone who who is so easy and I'm so passionate about being in love and me jumping into something so fast, if God can make my butt sit down, if he can make me sit down and he can and I can show him that I'm serious by not engaging with men that I know is not for me i am telling you that you are on your way there if you were you god. if you were yes like i i just know it because that's exactly how it happened for me like i the last person that i met i thought like oh this might be it as soon as we was going through it i said god look at this don't work out i'm sitting down i am
1: at this down. point I call it quits. I'm not doing at this wait I don't know what I'm, I'm doing. I'm just waiting <laughs> on you, Lord. I'm just waiting. And the whole time, mm-hmm. sometimes we'd be like, I'm waiting on God, and God be waiting on us. It was waiting on me. It was waiting <laughs> on you to get your act together. That's how I have to look at it. Like, these, all these times where I'm like, I'm just waiting on God. He mm-hmm. was waiting on me to get my act together
0: he's so merciful because and he is and that's why
1: we have to walk in his grace
0: every day walk in his grace and walk like you know you are a king's daughter walk like you know you are a king's son.
1: stop walking around with your head
0: hanging low and stop acting like i mean you know one of the things like i've definitely been one of those people that's overlooked by the world overlooked like you know people didn't really see my value i didn't see my value so how could i expect them to but Stop walking around like that. Because I promise you, in God's eyes, when he said that I, like, when every single hair, every strand of your hair was made intentionally, it's not, it. he is not playing. Like, you were made how you were supposed to be made, so stop walking around like you're not a king's kid. And the people that overlooked you are the people one day that's gonna be like, that he's going to show you out in front of, like, this it's, it's going to be okay, I promise you.
1: We have to truly understand that. And there's a lot of ways that people can interpret that scripture. Mm -hmm. "Um, God will prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemies. People that walked all over you. People that has turned their backs on you. People that blocked you for no reason. People that just walked up out of your life. People that just didn't care no more. That treated Mm -hmm. you wrong. You have to understand that when God blesses you. And he's got something prepared for you. Oh, I'm not going to block you. You're going to see this blessing. you going to see you this blessing. You're going to see how God has blessed me and brought me out of what you thought was yes. going to harm me. And brought me out of what you thought was going to kill me. Brought me out of what you thought was going to tear me apart. You may have hurt me. Yeah, you hurt my feelings. Yeah, you broke my heart. But you did not take what God gave me. That's mm-hmm. my anointing. That's my gift that God has given me. And you can't take that from me. You may have taken some things from me in the natural realm, but in this... Um, spiritual realm baby you're not touching this anointing you can't can't have it you can't have it and God is going to show you because you did this to me like you said vengeance is mine Mm. says the Lord don't take vengeance on people yeah they may have hurt you they may have broken your heart but allow God to take care of it allow God to take (laughs) care of it and he's going to show them okay you the same person that walked out on my life you the same God going to bless me right in front of you he going to show me everything that he has for me and it's gonna be right in front of you. Right in front. So I ain't got nothing to worry about. I'm just gonna chill and let God do his work.
0: And that's exactly how that's exactly how I am. And I definitely like, you know, it's not even it's it's definitely because God like even when I talk to him about just the things I've been through and he was and, and he just lets me know like I I that person did not get away with that. And it's mm-hmm. not even to say like I was seeking visions. I was I was seeking I definitely was more so like, Oh my goodness, like you know, I don't want that person to feel this way, I don't want that person to um, think that I hate them. I don't want that person to like, I want them to experience joy. I want them to experience, like I pray for happiness over those people. The people that hurt me, I always pray for them to experience joy and a joy abundantly. But God is like, I know that will happen for them but right now, like, don't worry about that. I got this because they have to, they have to reap what they sow, basically.
1: Amen and definitely Fast forwarding or, yeah, rewinding or fast but, Um, We have to forgive.
0: Yes, we do.
1: Letting it go. Um, just like you said, you may not forget it. That Me forgiving you does not push aside my feelings. Yeah. Me forgiving you does not cancel out the way that you made me feel. Right. Still, I'm hurt from that. You hurt yeah. me, but I forgive you. I still love you. I still care for you. I'm still going right. to pray for you. I forgive you but I can't trust you anymore.
0: Yeah, and and this that ship has sailed. Once God tells me and once once God lets me know that this is not his will because of the love that I've already experienced on being on my own, I'm not going to put myself in a position where like I have to start all over again. Like just- the work that I've done to get and God has done in
1: me It's just so valuable. It's so valuable. And I want to step into the next season. Exactly. And so it's like, we have to know who we are in Christ to keep moving forward. Like, if I keep allowing the same people to hold me back, the same people like, okay, let's think about, let's put it like this. So the woman with the issue of blood, who had the issue of blood for 12 years in the Bible, the, the blood hemorrhage. She was sick with that for 12 years now we're going to use an example of when she finally got freed and she touched the hem of jesus is is, uh, of, of his clothing right yes right and she was set free immediately so in our life we have people that will try to knowing everything that you've been through within those 12 years all the hardships and the trials and the tribulations, the crying, the sleepless nights, the heartbreaks, everything that they've done, or everything that you've been through within those 12 years. And you're finally at that moment where you like, you've got faith that you're gonna be healed. Mm-hmm. You've got faith that God is preparing something for you. He has something greater for you.
0: Right.
1: People will try to set you back 12 more years. Right. And so it's like, and you know the people's intentions. It's like, I love you. You hurt me. I forgive you, but I cannot allow you to pull me back 12 more years. Oh no! I can't allow yes. you to put me back in that situation. I love you. Mm-hmm. I you but I cannot allow you to keep doing me. this to me. Mm-hmm. This is like, and we're going to use this as an example. I know this is kind of brutal, <laughs> but okay. I'm going to still use it as an example. Because in church... My past, first lady used this example on me because mm-hmm. we we're talking about forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And so it says, imagine a person comes up to you and just starts stabbing you, just starts stabbing you, and you're like, every time they're stabbing you, you're like, I forgive you, I forgive you, I forgive you, and they just keep doing it over and over, because the Bible says that we are called to forgive seven times seventy. What is seven times seventy? Four hundred and ninety. But we're, uh, we're called to forgive all the time, not just 490 times. Right, exactly. All the time. We're called to forgive them, even though it might be hard to forgive. Mm-hmm. We are called to forgive because in order for us to be forgiven, we have to what? Forgive. Yeah, yeah. And so she was saying, like, if someone keeps stabbing you and they keep stabbing you, what are you going to do? Do you just keep forgiving them? Do you stab them back? Like, what is it? And my, in my mind is like, I have to escape this person. Yes. So that they don't hurt me no more. Yes. So that they don't cause harm to me no more. I so that, that doesn't just come for that situation, that comes in in relationships. That comes in friendships if you know the person's intentions. If you know they keep okay. hurting you. If you know they keep breaking your heart. Right. If you you have to remove yourself from those people and that doesn't necessarily mean that you don't love them still that you don't care about them Mm -hmm. I still love you I forgive you but I have to withdraw myself from you Mm -hmm. I cannot be near you anymore you cannot come into my space anymore because I know what you're going to do you're going to hurt me over and over again and because they're hurting you because they may be hurt and that saying hurt people hurt people is true when someone is dealing with something they're dealing with this hurt and this pain They're gonna take it out on somebody else.
0: Yeah. And yeah.
1: If you know that this person is gonna hurt you, the best decision that you can do is withdraw yourself from that person. Yeah. Pray for that person.
0: Yes. Ask God to heal
1: that person.
0: Please, yes.
1: And it's like that's just the way that I see it.
0: Because, yeah, prayer is powerful, so I definitely agree, even if that person is not for you, friendship, opportunity, um, relationship, even if that person is not for you, pray for them, because it, prayer does work, prayer do, is powerful, and even like, I love how you use that analogy, because yes, it's very graphic, but I could also just imagine the pain. Just because you say you forgive them, when you get stabbed, you're gonna feel that. Like, you're still going to feel it. You're still gonna feel pain, even if you um, decide to forgive that person. But like you said, the most important thing, are you gonna sit there and keep feeling the pain and saying that you forgive them?
1: Allowing them to do it, or are you gonna get up and walk away?
0: And that makes so much sense, because me being having the big heart that I am, a big heart that I have, like. I didn't even real think about, like, oh, you have to escape that person. Me, I'm just thinking about, like, that's very painful, and I'm going to sit here and forgive them because that is what I'm supposed to do. Not realizing that the other part of it is to escape <laughs> and to leave it where it was and to leave it where it is and let the lord take over, take it over and work on it but that is that and i agree like you definitely have to pray over people because hurt people do hurt people and if you are not necessarily um you know because too i think the enemy uses counterfeits by putting us in a relationship that looks beautiful and then like you realize that like you're you birth both you oh my goodness you both have healing and growing to do and one person is always more hurt than the other and so then you're carrying the burden of everything that they had to carry while also trying to carry the burden of the things that you're doing yourself when both of you should really be giving them to God but when it's not centered around God how do you know you don't do it like no one is leading the other person to do better to be better so then you're just sitting there you're sinking and you're just being more worldly and you allowing yourself to take the pain that you really cannot handle but god is so merciful and so good because if he sees your heart and he knows your heart he does not allow you to stay in those
1: situations amen glory to god, that's, glory just- to god. Wow. that's that's so true he's not going to allow you to stay in a situation that he knows is causing pain to you he's going to give you an escape route even if you don't escape it yourself god is going to give you an escape route and sometimes. in an abusive relationship if God knows it's not ordained by him and that he doesn't want to see you hurt like that he's going to give you an escape route that's not what he wants us to be and he doesn't desire to see us hurt and be beat on and getting our head pounced on every day
0: and I definitely have I feel his presence now because he definitely was like yes yes like I, I this is how I feel and I definitely um, understand as well that um that he, when he gives you an escape route, sometimes like he will literally allow in your spirit for things not to happen. And what I mean by that, like there was times that I would be trying to get to this person like in the physical world. And then like it was like my whole body would feel heavy. Like it was like he was stopping me like, no, oh. like you need to stay here. And even like it was a time where I was supposed to go out with my friends for her birthday. And like I was driving there and I just got this intense feeling like I'm not supposed to be doing this so I turn around because yes he gives you an escape route and he saves you and protects you from situations that you don't even have no business being in and right. I was not at this point but I considered a lukewarm Christian but it was a simple point like we were going out to celebrate her birthday and she was going to a bar and I don't over drink but it's just a simple fact that I am the type of person that I even I'm going to have a good time when I go out mm-hmm. when I was like that I would go out and have a good time and I would have to really focus. While you cannot multitask. You cannot be drunk and drive. Okay, so I would do that all the time, and even though God protected me every single time and nothing ever happened, I know that He was like, you know, you getting a little too comfortable doing this. Like, right. This we not, we're gonna cut this happen. If me if cutting this happen means that
1: we just you just can't go out, then that's what it's gonna be. Exactly, and that's that's so good because it's like, in, in those moments, like God can be protecting you from something. Uh it could be a shootout at the bar it could be an accident on the road you may be trying to get somewhere so bad but it's just like something it's just something 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 ends up happening where you can't go because that's god's protection he's protecting you from what's on the other side you in your flesh you feel like i want to go i want to be there you know but god is protecting you he's using things to get in the way so that you cannot go.
0: And I love that he
1: like, does that. To protect you.
0: Mhm. So it's like I don't question it no more. I used to exactly.
1: it but- <laughs> it's been a time where it was like not too long ago, probably like in June of 2020, mm-hmm. 21. Um, I was going to pick up my, I was trying to go pick up my niece. This is when I was living in Florida. She mm-hmm. lived in Atlanta. So this one particular day that I was going to be driving with um my best friend and my other friends, we were supposed to be driving to go pick her up. And it's just like, we cannot get to her. It's like stuff just kept popping up. We left the card in the house, or we didn't have the gas money. Or It was just so much stuff that just kept happening. I'm like, I had to rethink it because one of my friends was like, you don't see this as maybe this is a sign that God doesn't want you to go right now. And I was like, okay. You're trying to do everything in your power. Everything in my power to try to, I'm trying to get into different cards, see if I could do this or I could do that. And it's just like, it's just not happening. And it's like, okay, maybe God is protecting me from an accident on the road, from happening. Or maybe God is protecting me from something that I can't see, but only he can see. He saw it. The enemy placed it there for your destruction to, to take from you. And God protected me from it. So I went back in the house and went the next day and was able to pick her up and drive there safely and go back you know so it's like maybe god was protecting me from something and that happens like he will protect you he will always protect you his word says that he is going to shield you he's our ever present help in trouble our refuge mm-hmm. he's our 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 strong tower like mm-hmm. he's always there protecting us and shielding us like when i read psalm 91 girl Ooh. oh it's so amazing
0: yes and I definitely when um, COVID I think a lot of people were reading Psalms ninety one. But I didn't even know about Psalms ninety one but when I like when I read it now I'm just like I, I just I understand like it's so much more to be protected from with me being vulnerable and me like feeling like i can feel the presence of like the spiritual realm and things can be attached to people that try to attach to you and just happen to protect my home and my space and like make sure that it's always of god it is definitely um it is a it's even if it's like at what People may consider like, oh, this is a gift that God has given you. If it was one of the gifts that he's given me, it is still something that comes with a lot of weight and I cannot handle it on my own. So I definitely need God to protect me even in that area because it is it's just too it's just
1: too I'm just too I'm too fragile. (laughs) Like we are as human beings are very fragile. We are needs God. We need we do need the Lord's protection, especially in this world. Like, we cannot live in this world without the protection of God over our life. Yes. And it's super important that we, you know, continue to walk in Christ and just allow Him to protect us and shield us and lead and guide the way. And that's all we can do really is take it one day at a time and walk in God's grace.
0: That's all we can do. And in your relationship if you are someone who is listening and you don't have like a strong relationship with God but He knows that that is what you seek and I promise that it will come over time just do not turn your back on Him because God never turns from us but we do turn from Him. And so I definitely... Like, I, I just, you know, I know we were talking about love, but God is love. So we cannot help it that we, we, you know, just wanted to get into what it, you know, just how God, how good God is and the ways that he shows up in our lives. And even though we're young, I'm sure we'll have many more testimonies and experiences. It's just so important to just acknowledge just who God is and, and to give glory to Him and to praise and worship Him because there's nothing you can do in this life without God and if you try you'll have a, you will live a miserable life mm. if you live life without God. I was in a miserable life. I am not miserable and I'm single. And mm. I've been the happiest that I've been. Period.
1: Period, like being single is okay. Mm-hmm. It is okay to be single. This is a season where God is preparing us for our lovers. Like, yes. He's God got a husband. It's not good
0: for men to be alone.
1: Exactly. So, <laughs> but He has to prepare you mm-hmm. before He can send your husband. And we have to embrace that season of singleness. Embrace it. Spend more time with God. You know, get in that, get in the presence of God, and and instead of going out seeking for you know relationships and everything like that and it comes to a point in my life where like I was I'm like I would say like I'm open to dating now Mm
0: -hmm. but only if
1: it's God's will yeah like at one point in time I was like no I'm not looking for no relationship I don't know I just want godly friends yeah but now I am open to relationships Mm -hmm. i'm open to it but if it's the lord's will it'll be but if it's not his will his will is still going to be done yeah and it's like i don't want to go out and you know go so like deep into searching for this love Mm
0: -hmm.
1: that i lose myself
0: yeah you did a lot of work i
1: can't lose myself no more. god did a lot
0: of work with you
1: he did too much and he healed me too much he's crafted me too much to be who I am today for me to lose myself again trying to find some love
0: yeah and I truly believe that well so I truly believe that you actually do not have to start dating now I know that a lot of people have like they are like I definitely think it's important to be open to receive love because even in my season of being comfortable and being happy in my season of singleness, it's nowhere in the Bible where they talk about dating and there's no like, you know, there's just that they were at the right place at the right time. And I believe that that is how God will work. And so I think when people not saying like God cannot use it because he can use anything for his good, but I do feel like it's okay to have this Ultimate trust and understanding that you will be in the right place at the right time and also that um Well for me, you know I told you that I think God revealed my husband to me But there's definitely like more confirmation that comes along with that that will that he will send along the way and over time But I definitely do feel in my spirit that he revealed who my husband is to me and I have no idea how me and this person is going to meet. I don't have any idea, but I understand with me having a deep connection and a deep relationship with God and knowing that if, if I said I'm waiting on God, I ain't got no other choice but to wait. And if I go out and I start dating or if I go out just because, you know, there's so many men of God and that doesn't mean like they're good men, but that doesn't mean that they're your men. Mm. so you might you know God might allow it to allow you to learn some things from these men but I definitely do not think that you have to start dating but it is a personal you know God knows your heart and he and if that is what he will and that's what he needs you to do to be at the right place at the right time then you know just pray to God and ask him to lead and guide you and I know you will
1: definitely praying and seeking for discernment um yes praying before any type of dates anything always seeking God first
0: always seeking God first and that is just the most important thing and and he will make sure that you're in the right place at the right time and if you do start dating and he don't answer your prayer when you talk to him and you get a feeling like oh I'm supposed to be here or I'm not supposed to be here he'll know because that's how God works like he does it he knows how to work with his children and Mm so I definitely like I don't know like I'm just so excited for any of my siblings in christ any of my brothers and my oh, sisters god. that are excited to step into something as beautiful as a union under God and, and you're willing to allow him to change your heart and, oh, and it's just a beautiful thing like it is. it's something marriage be is like, a beautiful thing oh yes i definitely okay. think it is if life is beautiful and it has ups and downs i i definitely think marriage will be a beautiful thing
1: absolutely absolutely and god he's created marriage for a reason it did marriage is a covenant you know Mm -hmm. and like you're gonna be with this person for the rest of your life
0: and for eternity because i know for a fact i'm gonna see them on the other side
1: okay (laughs) And it's like, I, this is something that God wants for us. He wants marriage. He desires for us mm-hmm. to become one. Yes, he does. And so it's a beautiful thing because if God desire it, I want what God I wants. want what you want, God. I want what God wants <laughs> for me. Like, God, pour your oil all over pour me. Like, I want to be filled till I overflow.
0: Till I overflow. And then I, I was reading something. I didn't realize how powerful it text was. It was when, it was when, so... I can't remember the name of the Bible person, and I'm so sorry. But someone had oil poured over them, and I don't know, you might know more than me. So they had oil oil poured over them and it went all the way down their road. And so this was symbolic because you know what actually we're not gonna guess. I'm gonna tell you who it was. Because this person is important. Um, this it's just important in general. So Aaron. So Aaron, when when oil was poured over Aaron, when the anointing oil of the Lord was poured over Aaron, it flowed all through his robe. And so I didn't realize how important this scripture was or this part of, was because I'm just thinking like, oh, he's blessed. But what it means when it runs down his robe is that everyone connected to him, it was running through like the generations after him. Yeah. Like he was blessed. So that is what happens in kingdom marriages when two people come together. Like that person is connected to you. The people that. they're connected to like it is you're connected to overflow and it's gonna pass down to generations to come and so I think that is just absolutely a beautiful thing like that is a gift when I say God is the best gift giver
1: he is the best gift giver he definitely is and he will just continue to overflow your bless you as long as you continue to stay faithful to him continue to share his word, continue to be on fire for God. Like we went, we were so crunk for the world. It's time to get crunk for Christ. Crunk for God, yes. crunk for the kingdom of God, okay? Right, um, and I, so, I can't even be pumped for the world no more. Right, and so it gets to that point where it's like, if you continue to be faithful, God will continue to bless you, like yeah. above and beyond anything that we can ever ask or think or imagine need to bless you. Like he says, I come to give life and I come to give it abundantly. I want life abundantly. I want my soul to prosper. Amen. I want my, I want a husband. We all design that. I want a husband, girl. I want, kids. Yeah, me too. I want all of that. <laughs> me too.
0: You know, it's so funny because even though, like, I know that God wants to give me children, I am just like, I don't fight with him about it because I definitely realize, like, how much I love kids when I, when I and I never really—I'm not gonna say I didn't like them, but it's just they're a lot of work. And so when I get my nephew and see my nephew, or if I see my little sister, I'm just like, I'm—I I just enjoy making sure that this little this little human life is okay. Like I enjoy making sure that, that is like I
1: love this girl. Like I absolutely love them. That's why my major is elementary education. Like I love you. You're a good
0: one. You're a good one because definitely, I definitely, yes, and that is something that I never had until now. Now, <laughs> God put me in this weight season, but he also, um, like that was just something that I didn't have. I just, I, I mean, I I was just impatient in general. Like I would snap on people maybe sometimes, but also just impatient in the sense that, um, when I wanted stuff, I would get it. Like if I wanted that bag, if I wanted this outfit, it's I'm gonna get it because I want it and I want it now. I don't care about waiting later. That's how I used to be. But then like even recently when it comes to me wanting certain things like God would stay weight and I would just test the spirit a little bit. Like did he really stay weight? So I would like take one foot forward and then the weight would get louder. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. So we're just gonna go sit down. Like <laughs> I definitely learned patience. <laughs> but he knows how to work with me because i am i'm telling you i'm like it was he had to work with me on it because i get it from my grandmother she is not a patient
1: woman wow she is definitely when god is working on you patience will come yeah well will come those are all fruits of the spirit patience okay. love self-control like all of those things will come, it just takes one day at a time where God is working on you. Mm-hmm. And you become um, this patient person. All of a sudden you're like, Why well, that patience now? Okay, okay, God, I see how you're working. Yeah. And I
0: just experienced so much peace, like when you said that. Like that was just like reassurance, like, yes, like that's the season that mm-hmm. you're in. Like you're very patient. You it's just go glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Like well. Wow. We can talk about and y'all. We can talk about God all day. Like this is honestly.
1: <laughs> Listen, if you don't want God involved, don't come ask, talking to me. And don't ask, <laughs> don't ask me for my advice. Don't ask for my opinion because I'm gonna mention God. I I'm gonna, I'm gonna God. do that. <laughs> it, it,
0: in my experience, is limited. I definitely don't have all the answers. Like I, it's so many things I have to go through, and then I'll be able to teach people more. But in this season of preparation. I just definitely know where I'm headed and I'm so excited to step into it. And I know that, um, like we always, like I know it's not gonna be easy. I'm not saying this because I have experience. I know marriage is not gonna be easy just because of everyone that came before me. But I know that as long as God said, it was a God, if it's God ordained, it's going to, it's it's just, it's gonna happen. And God knows that, um, I don't believe that I would have to go through anything that I went through in the past. I might have to deal with some other stuff, but I'm not gonna go through anything that I dealt with in the past. And when I say deal with some other stuff, I believe that it'll be just healing and helping my partner grow in areas, but they will be so ready to receive love that, it won't be a problem to help them heal and it won't be a problem to help me heal because I'm definitely just ready to be, you know, this is like, you know, I'm just very submissive, (laughs) but I'm ready to be corrected. I'm ready to be led. I'm ready to be um, just, you know, taking down the right path and not and led towards God and, and led in the spirit, but not led by the world. So I'm just so excited to step into that. And even with my friendships, like I'm so thankful for you because I, you know, it's just so weird. Like I, um, it just started from just supporting you and I just knew like that God had t- brought all of his warriors to do like something on social media to interact with people because that's where all, right. all of his children are. They're spending most of his time. So why wouldn't he attack, and, you know, the enemy yeah. or the enemy is attacking? So
1: That's beautiful. I'm so glad you said that because it's like things happen for a reason. Like we cross each other's path for a reason. Yeah, you teaching me a lot, you yeah. know. And listen, and you teaching me some things that I didn't even know. So it's like we all learn from each other, so that we can help each other grow spiritually. Amen. And when we do that, we're on fire for God. Like we're on fire. We are gonna make hell nervous, baby. Okay. We are going to, you know, shake some things up for the <laughs> kingdom of God. We're gonna be working for His kingdom, yeah. and we have to come together, you know, as believers and really. Take, take this thing head on. We do. We got to tag team the enemy. Tag team. We have to get together and share the word of God, whether it be through podcasts, whether it's a live video on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, in the church. Yes. At a church, speaking, like we need to get the word of God out. Yes. -hmm. That's what we're called to do is to share the gospel.
0: And I want y'all to be as happy as we are. Like, I mean it's, in, you know, even though, like, we haven't stepped into, like, we, our marriages, we're still happy, like, this is not a happiness that you can fake, this is not a happiness that, you know, we putting on a show for, no, like, we are both genuinely happy, and if you talk to us, and if you really can hear the Spirit speak through us, like, you could, would be able to feel, like, we are genuinely happy, because we finally let God take
1: it, like, you know, exactly. take over our
0: situations, it is just, this the best thing you could do for yourself. It
1: is just really letting go like mm-hmm. and just allowing God to lead the Let way. Go. And say God, I surrender to you God. You got to take this wheel because I am exhausted trying to do this by myself. And when you give it to God, He's going to take you, he's going to take that wheel and he's going to take you to some place, some amazing places. You're going to go from the pit to the palace, baby. Yes. You're going to go, oh, glory to God. Like there's so many great things that he has in store for us, but sometimes we are the ones that hold ourselves back. Mm
0: -hmm. We've got
1: to let it go, give it to God and allow him to lead the way. And when God leads the way, everything is perfect. When God leads the way. Amen. I definitely yes. I, and you I are so much happier. Like even if you're single, like she just said, we're single people are not even married. And I am embracing my season of singleness. I am happy because this is a moment where I know that God is preparing me for my husband. This is a moment where I know that I'm getting a closer and deeper relationship with God first before I get in type of any type of relationship, mm-hmm. any type of marriage. I'm getting a relationship, a deeper relationship with Christ first. I want to know god more like i know god but i want to know you more i love you god but i want to love you deeper i i want i have a relationship with you god but i want to have a deeper and a more intimate relationship with you so in this season because i'm asking for that god is going to give it to me he wants me he wants us to go deeper in a deeper relationship with him he wants us to be willing to um, have those moments where we're, it's just us in his presence. Yeah. While we're in that season of isolation. And so it's like in this season, he's preparing us for our husbands.
0: Yes, he is. He is. He is. And, and, and I definitely, I guess, just the last thing I just want to add is don't fear entering that season of isolation. Do not fear it. Embrace it because God knows like there is moments where like you said like he he takes you he strips you of everything of your past life everything that you were connected to and every like he strips you of all those things but another thing is in my situation or where things that i know is he allowed for the people that i really needed to be there when they needed to be there like my family or and those were that was where the people that i had the most like i enjoyed having spending quality time with because what the enemy had robbed me of when I was in this relationship with this previous person was I didn't spend as much time with my family and I didn't really get to see them so I was Mm -hmm. Always focused on spending time with that person. So it was the reverse for me as to where I was taken out of a relationship and I was taken, I was isolated and I still was able to work on myself, but I got so many like valuable memories with the people that actually needed to, um, in that time, like they were there for me and and God used them as well. So I like, do not fear that season of isolation, just lean into it because God knows what he's doing and he knows exactly what you need to get to
1: to God. I love I was crying. Yeah, like I was, start cried. I was like, "Oh, like that's so beautiful." Like I'm so thankful for that. It is, and we just really, like you just said, we have to lean and tap into the spirit. We like do. we really do, and allow God to lead the way.
0: Yes, y'all, allow God to lead the way. I think with that. <laughs> we just gonna end it. Cause if we keep going, it's going to be like five parts of this. Like, I think I already separated into like three parts of my mind, but, um, I just wanted to say like, you know, I'm just so thankful, Keisha, for you to, for you just coming on here and you just adding on and speaking through the spirit. And, and I'm so thankful to God and the Holy Spirit and Jesus Christ. I'm just so thankful because without, Like this would have never we would have never been able to do this and to and to share this with his people and to help you guys like I hope that this helps someone and I feel in my spirit that it will but we would have never been able to do this if this if we both didn't go through a wilderness season if we both didn't go through a season of isolation and now we are able to relate to each other and and I'm just so thankful, so.
1: Yes, I am al- absolutely. I am so, so, so thankful and grateful that God allowed us to cross paths from our TikTok platform, like mm-hmm. allowing us to come together and collab for this podcast and to be able to share work with these people to not only to bring hope to them, but to also encourage them to yes. know that you can embrace your season of singleness. You are loved, you are forgiven, and you are not <laughs> forsaken. And so we have to walk in his grace daily knowing that, yes, we've screwed up. Yes, we've made mistakes. No, I'm not perfect, but I know who I am in Christ. And I'm a mess, and God can turn a mess into a masterpiece. And so everything that I've been through in my life, it was for a reason. And God is shaping me, and he's molding me, and as well as you and every other beautiful female or dude that may be watching this video, know that God loves you unconditionally. You are loved. You are forgiven, and you are not forsaken. So i think. Thank you so much Ari for allowing me to mm-hmm. collab with you on this podcast and to be able oh to come God. together together spiritually to pour into one another spiritually and to learn from each other and to grow in Christ. Um this was awesome and I'm super super excited if it's the Lord's will for us to continue to move forward with um other podcast or whatever other collaborations that we may do but this was super exciting and I was blessed and honored to be able to take position and you know taking part in this
0: oh my gosh thank you Jesus thank you it is yes I'm just yeah I know that there will be I don't feel I don't feel in my spirit that this is the the last time that we will have a um collaboration I feel like it's just the beginning. Like there are it's so many things that I'm so certain that I mean, you, you know me now, you know my situation. Mm-hmm. And I know like some of your story. So I think that now that we know those things, God is like, OK, well, let me use you both to show mm-hmm. the world what oh, I can glory do. Glory to, to God. So I'm just so excited wow, for us. Wow, am exciting! <laughs> I'm it gonna root you on. Like I am so proud of you. If you have, if no one has told you that, I know God has been telling you. But I'm oh, so. Oh wow! So, proud
1: of you, so thank you so much. I'm proud of you too doing everything that you are accomplishing, not just here on earth, but in Christ thank and the you. the woman that you be, are becoming into. Like even though I just met you, it's like God is birthing something in the inside of you, not in the natural realm, but in the spiritual realm. The beating and the crushing and the pain that you may be feeling right now, know that you are not being crushed. Oh, don't not. Let, it, let it out. Let it out. The wilderness, everything that you are facing right now, my God, the trials and the tribulations, the hardships, the break, the broken heart. It was for a reason and the crushing that you are feeling right now, Ari. The the things that you're dealing with right now. You've got the, God says, I need you to go through some beating and some breaking. God, my God, I got the chill. <laughs> God, thank my God. You've got, he said, I know you're tired, but you got to hold on. You got to hold on, Ari. You got it. You've got to take it one day at a time. And I'm getting so emotional over here. The crushing, the the beating, the, the pressing, the shaking, the everything that you are feeling is not crushing you. Is not crushing you. The pressure that you feel on you right now is not crushing you. You are giving birth in the spiritual realm to what's up on the inside of you. People have overlooked you. People have have looked past you. They may have written you off and wrote you off. But God says there's something inside of you that needs to come out. It's it's a gift. There's an anointing over your life and it has to come out. And the crushing and and the beating and the pressing, you got to go through it. We've got to go through those things in our life in order for God to get what he needs on the inside of us out. He needs our gifts because the gift is free. But you got to pay for that anointing. Yo, girl. Yeah, you know, you just spoke
0: directly to my spirit. That was it was my God. nothing Glory but to God. Like, I thank you for that and I know I'm such a big baby but God knows like listen I'm a baby too and I was about to cry but look I cannot but it was like I don't know like you just not the first person to prophesy over my life but I thank you and glory to God like we've been saying but it's definitely just nice to see that God can show people like that I can expose my heart to the right people and it like you know not be taken lightly oh my goodness (laughs) But I am definitely just excited and I know like, you know, even though I don't talk about most of my problems, like I'm just thankful that um, God is letting me know that the things that he has been doing is not for no reason, but also just that um, when I think about um, just the things it's not for no reason but just a simple thing like I've been feeling like everything that has been added on to me was too much I was feeling like you know like I'm like all of these things like the weight of the world is on my shoulders and I've been giving it to God but at the same time I've been tired but God is good because you know you just spoke to my spirit like my spirit was just above my physical self when you were talking and I was like God. To God is just letting me know like I and it was confirmation that everything that he has given me, it was because it's attached to the anointing, so
1: I'm just so thankful. Glory to God. It all it, The anointing, you got it. You I got gotta get some it. tissue. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you got me crying like a big old baby. Oh my goodness. I just can't believe it.
1: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. Listen, you can cry. Let it out.
0: You know I I know to be vulnerable and I did tell it's so weird it's not because of like not for the people it's for God but God knows that I want to show my heart when I'm talking to people and I don't want people to think like oh this is for show or she's trying to make herself seem better than she is I am trying to come to you as a real person I want you to just know like the work that he's done in my life and he is still doing the work but It's just the simple fact that every single day, like, I get up and I want to do the will and the work of the Lord because that is where I'm on fire.
1: Glory to God. And so I'm just so thankful. And that just touches my heart. Yeah. it's like, we as Christians and believers, we still go through things. We do. And it's like the load kind of feels a little bit more heavier than it did when we were living in the world. Yeah. And it's like, but well, we gotta take it one- listen, I've had sleepless nights. I've cried and I cried yeah. because I didn't understand. And I'm getting emotional now because it's like I did not I didn't understand where God was taking me. And That's I was true. frustrated and I was angry at the world and I was right. just not myself and because yeah. I was so confused. Right, and like we said before, God is not the author of confusion, but He is the Prince of Peace. He will bring people into your life amazing people that will help you grow spiritually. This was not by accident, no, ma'am. This was not a coincidence. Like, no, yeah, we were brought into each other's lives for a reason, and we're gonna be able to look back, Lord willing, we're gonna be able to look back at this moment and say this is the moment this is what we were all started this is where it started and you know what i definitely feel
0: like it's something way bigger than the both of us connected to it and i know like i know like for people watching like they probably would understand some people may and i feel that they would hear the work of god in it but it's something bigger attached to this than what we understand and it's and that's what the Lord has been allowing me to feel for a long time. Like, um, and the enemy did not want us to connect. Because I remember when I first reached out to you and was talking about a collaboration, Um, like it was like, it wasn't even God. It was just like this, this voice that was like, no, not yet, don't do it. Like you shouldn't be, you know, like basically like don't connect with this person. But I did it anyway, because I was like, if God really doesn't want me to connect with this person, it won't happen. And it still happened. And it happened how it should, and and, you know, I guess like, it's weird. They say that you don't go through life not knowing who you can't trust. Because my first um, like response was just to expect that that it would be a relationship that would fall through because most of the time when you meet new people especially as young women young women meeting young women it is so difficult to build a actual relationship with another young woman because of i don't know like it, it, it's just so many things like i think like pride but i also think of um
1: i just think of like just the fact that, is a big thing yeah, competition is is a big thing and just people just not really stepping out there and yeah you know, meeting new people and even if they do, they may have trust issues. Girl, they people have- don't keep their word. <laughs> yeah.
0: So you plan to do something with someone and they don't keep their word. But the good thing about God is when you do meet someone, like if it is a God or day relationship, like I feel like this is, if it is a God or day relationship, then it's just like you'll see the works of God go through it. So God is loyal. So when, he, when we talked about doing a collaboration and things in God's will, it was the loyalty was going to be there. And so that's mm-hmm. why I was so excited because when you, you know how you get excited to do something mm-hmm. and it, the plans don't fall through. And I didn't want my plans. I wanted God's plans, but it was just the yeah. simple fact that it's hard to trust people. It's hard right. to say that, that per, like, you know, that it's just, it's hard to trust people, but I was, I've always been so open to receive and meet new people. And, I remember like I just recently met someone and I called her my friend like right away. (laughs) Right away she was like oh like I just was gonna tell you like you know maybe you shouldn't call me like a friend right away because it's just like you know we just met and I was like it kind of hurt but I was like that was real because I definitely appreciate that honesty but at the same time I did just go into that just throw that friend word around too easily So, yeah, but God knows what he's doing. And I definitely, like, even though, like, I still think that she's an amazing, beautiful young woman. It's just that now I don't feel the need to get too close. Like, it is because of just the way our character and our personalities are. It's not because of anything else. Like, I definitely still think if that person wanted to hang out or anything, it would be fine. It's just
1: (laughs) the framework doesn't get thrown, gets thrown around too lightly. Right. Listen, I am, like, such a person it's like I don't care who I meet you my friend yeah I don't
0: care
1: I mean <laughs> i surprised in front of you like this girl at this point <laughs> what do you mean friend we sisters listen we are not even we're, we're sisters okay mm-hmm. yeah. and just like you said if this wasn't a part of God's will we wouldn't have never been able to get up on this island. yes you're right you know, and just to see that this is pleasing to God. Yeah. Anything that pleases Him pleases me. This pleases Him. It's pleasing Him. Yeah. To share His Word and for us to collab and the reach souls yeah. that pleases Him. Oh yeah. God is up in heaven right now, and I bet you he's just smiling. If <laughs> yeah. He, <sees> <laughs> he
0: probably is so happy because I think like what is missing with women is. The unionship. We,
1: union, because we need like to support said, each other. Yeah. We need to support each other because it's always competition. Mm-hmm. Who's all? Who's the best dressed? Who's the best looking? Who's can do this the best? Everybody's so quick for that title. Yeah. But it's like we need to come together first, become friends, get to know each other first. Yeah. Most importantly, working for the kingdom of God.
0: Exactly. And
1: Our that friendship is comes second. Our friendship comes after we work for the kingdom of God. Yeah. <laughs> like we can collab right now and be on the phone after this collaboration. Yeah. We can be. We can collab tomorrow and hang out the next two weeks. You get what I'm saying? As long as we are pleasing to God. Pleasing to
0: God. Everything and has to, to be God. pleasing. To
1: God. God. be done for the glory of God.
0: Amen amen oh my goodness i just excited girl i'm so excited too and i'm definitely excited for people to listen into this yes y'all are gonna see
1: my little snotty nose and everything but i'm just so excited good. If you, i want somebody i want a friend i want a friend that's gonna cry and get ugly for god i want a friend that's gonna i'm gonna do it baby because if i'm gonna do it i'm gonna cry i'm gonna do, do it, and i'm gonna cry baby okay cry i'm sensitive. <laughs> Like one
0: thing about me, I'm going to cry. Girl, yes. And that is that's like I literally told was just talking to someone I don't remember who it was, but I was just like anytime I talk about Jesus and I talk about how um Like how, it's not even the fact that I'm upset at at the world. Just because I know that what Jesus did for me, like I just get so emotional. Like you really did that. Like that is just the biggest sign of love. You gave your only, like God, you gave your only son. And then like, he didn't have a problem doing it. Like, just get so, (laughs) serious. Definitely, that's how I am. I, I'm a cop.
1: tissue. But by the time oh. I get to bed <laughs> it's all good. look as long as look cry that's all I'm gonna say girl I have like tears cry. for years what right. okay listen it is okay to cry it's very healthy to cry
0: it is it is do not let someone tell you that it is a weakness I mean I am so such a vulnerable person I like I feel like I, I don't know like is if I'm if I'm feeling it it's gonna
1: come out I'm, I'm letting it out. I don't care
0: where I am. Any relationship, I mean, future, dear future husband, good luck to you because you, you you the lucky one because you're going to have to deal with all of these emotions and tears. And I promise you, like, it is a beautiful thing. I think uh, I'm definitely grateful for my sensitivity, even though, like, I got to blow my nose. But I'm so grateful for my sensitivity, and I'm grateful that God made me this way because I speak from the heart. Like, I always wear my hearts on my sleeves, so... I'm thankful for that, and I guess we gonna have to end this because <laughs> I will start crying again. I do not, I do not want to start crying again. Oh my goodness! Oh man! yes so let me just go ahead and do that thank you so much for everyone who decided to listen in to this podcast i do not know how many parts this will be uploaded in but i'm still excited for you guys to listen in and i do not know how many parts on youtube this will be uploaded in but i will surely let you know as soon as i find find out i gotta get myself back together and pull myself back down to earth because Thank you for listening in to this podcast this week. I'm so excited for you guys to listen to it and just to feel the vulnerability behind it. Um, this is um, really just a beautiful way to show you that God can really bring connections and friendships about that will make you better. Please do follow Akeisha Harrell. I'm going to, um, in this podcast, I'm going to also tag her instagram name so you guys can follow her she is a really a beautiful strong spirited woman in christ and i know god is going to do amazing things through her and i'm excited for the work that we have to do in the future together with that being said i love y'all y'all stay safe on this friday night and have a blessed weekend